This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the Fast Break Podcast. I am your fear-filled host, Dave Oster. Sitting across from me is the original mad child himself, Ricky Widmer. What's up, what's up, guys? You got and a full... I am not Sean Anderson. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got a full head of hair. Yeah. yeah. Check it no out, spots. Yeah. Check it Dave's like, I can show them. It. I'm going to break a little. I like the one comment that's like, because he's made a comment about he it did. on the podcast. Yeah. And one of the comments was like, come on, Sean, four hands, man. Four yeah, hands. I saw four don't, don't, <laughs> don't meet Snoop Dogg there. You gotta beat me there. Don't meet me there. Oh my god, that was it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Shout out to you guys for that. Uh, but yeah, no, we are giving you a mm-hmm. special edition because trade news happens Shit's all about the time. To go down, and we got lucky. We were in the studio <laughs> doing two old games. Shout out to old game, another great podcast <laughs> on MVP <laughs> Network. Like, shout out to us. Yep, shout out to us. Literally just us two sitting here. Uh, <gasps> Uh, but the Atlanta Hawks and Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. made a trade. It is a big deal for both teams, and we will get into why shortly. But I want to also give you guys a heads up. We're going to be doing a live stream of the Fast Break Podcast Saturday. You guys are going to see the notifications go live. Mm-hmm. You're going to see you know, a special time and date because we do want to start going live more. So. Yeah, it will be Saturday. Yep. But we just don't know what time because we might be doing the EA play. We still haven't decided on that. Yeah. Um. So depending on if we do or don't, that'll be early afternoon, late afternoon. You'll get the update if you follow us. Make sure to follow us on Twitch to get that update when we do mm-hmm. go live, though. But, Ricky, let's get into it. But, Dave. Huge <laughs> trade. For a lot of reasons. Can you read me the specifics of the deal itself? So the Woj, let's see if Twitter saved my Woj tweet that I had up. It's basically the Nets. I can give the exact one if you don't have it. The Nets and Hawks made a deal. Alan Crabb is going to the Hawks along with the 17th overall pick. And next year's protected first round pick. Torian Prince goes to the Nets. For a second round pick next year? In 2021. 2021. So two years. So Brooklyn ends up Alan Crabb and 17 and the 2020 protected Mm -hmm. leaving town, which let's start with Brooklyn. Let's start with Brooklyn, boys. Mm -hmm. This means that they have the room to give two max contracts because Alan Crabb was making money. Torian Mm -hmm. Prince making about two mil. I think Crabb's 17. I'm going to ballpark that off the top of my head. Um which they've opened up their space. They can go two maxes. Torian Prince is 2.5 in 2018. Huge money gap. Mm -hmm. So this means two max spaces. Kyrie Irving was seen in New York partying with some Nets players. Ricky, are you reading between the lines? Because Stephen A. Smith already said As soon as Stephen A. Smith Smith said it was official, like there is a guy with a finger on the pulse, and his name is Stephen A. Smith. You know, I, I can say that often. I, 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 well, you don't. But when it comes to things like this, like when he's got Kyrie's people texting him saying, get that Kyrie to L.A. stuff out of your mouth. Yep. I'm going to believe him. And I'm going to say, like, I thought that Katie and Kyrie were going to New York. Maybe they I'm are. I'm thinking it's maybe just Kyrie or maybe just Katie and Kyrie's going to Brooklyn. Maybe they're both going to New York. Both going to Brooklyn. But they're both going to Brooklyn. I don't know. I don't know if Kevin Durant will go to Brooklyn. I think it's somebody it's hot else place. that may go there. It's the hot scene, man. Could you imagine that team? Mm-hmm. So let's say for today's purposes, uh-huh. for right now, they're going to go ahead and add Kyrie Irving to this Nets team, mm-hmm. this young, growing Nets team. That gives them their one max that was open. Yeah. They still have D'Angelo Russell's RFA rights. He's gone. 
the reason why I say he's gone is I feel like there's a team. I've seen the T-Wolves um, rumors that they're going to actively <clears throat> pursue him. The Mavs could pursue him. The Jazz could pursue him. Now that the rumors are that Kyrie's going there, I think one of these teams is going to say, here's your contract, D'Lo. Max money. Your move. Do you want to waste your max spot on D'Lo? And the Nets are going to go, all right, all right. It was fun having you. But you're going to walk and go to a different team because I don't think he's on the plan for that other max slot. No, but they don't have like here's what they can do. They can mm-hmm. sign Kyrie. They can sign Kevin Durant and then give the max to D'Lo and just pay luxury tax because RFA rights allow him to re-sign over the cap space. <sighs> so it's not a, it's not a guarantee he's do gone. You, but do you want to do that as the next? Your backcourt would be Kyrie Irving, main ball handler, uh-huh. D'Angelo Russell, secondary ball handler, which we all thought he was anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really stepped up for the Nets, though, last year after Karras went down. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine? Those two as your backcourt. You can run Karras at the three. You run Dinwiddie off the bench, or mm-hmm. you run Karras off the bench with him. And then you could be adding Kevin Durant to that team. Holy shit, people. And you still have Jared Allen at the five. I don't. You got Rodion's at the four. You got Zion Musa off the bench. The reason why I'm not thinking that is when it comes to KD. Yeah. I think there's only three possibilities for KD. All right. There's the Knicks. There's the Warriors. And then the wild card is the Clippers. Like those are the three why teams. Why not the Nets? Because the thing I look at is with Kevin Durant, I feel like if he's going to go to New York, he personally has already kind of decided in his head the Knicks are the place. Like everything Why is we've that? heard, because he wants to play with Kyrie See, but that's just, I don't know if like was we've it, heard everything up to this point was they're gonna play mm-hmm. together, and Kevin Durant's only gonna go if he's gonna get a buddy with him. Now Kyrie is basically we're planting the flag. He's gonna mm-hmm. be a net in months. And you're saying that Kevin Durant's going to be like, no, I don't want to go play with Kyrie all of a hey, sudden. The one thing that Stephen and bringing Stephen A. back yeah. into it, and this was mo- a month ago, he said there was a possibility, it was a 95, the thing he heard was 95% chance KD is a Nick. But the thing about KD is he could change his it mind. It until it's any, done. Like, until that ink is dried, yep. KD can change his mind. He's been known to change his mind on a whim. I just think personally that if KD is not going to go to the Knicks, mm-hmm. it's going to be to re-sign with the Warriors. Or the Clippers could make a push at him and say, hey, come to L.A. And the whole thing with KD is like, of course, we don't know what's going on in his head. Mm-hmm. But what does the Nets thing do for his legacy? Where for me... The Warrior thing doesn't do much for your legacy. It's just continuing to I mean, try to win rings. As it stands, can we just clarify mm-hmm. that we're in a series where the Warriors are down 1-2. to two, Yeah. And Kevin Durant's looking at a potential return. And if he comes back and ends up winning them a series, mm-hmm. that's helping his legacy. Can we just admit that? That would help his legacy a lot. I mean, yeah. That, if that, he came is, that back, is a Goliath-like swing. I don't even know if he's going to come back. I have a feeling he, we're not going to see him in these finals. Wow. I have a feeling well, he won't come back. We will, we will have to wait and see on that one. But I think that mm-hmm. that I think that his legacy is not written in stone yet mm-hmm. with the Warriors. I think there's still more for him to do. The Clippers thing, I'm losing interest in because mm-hmm. it looks like Kawhi Leonard. You know, I get it. If he went, if he's able to win a championship for mm-hmm. the North, holy shit! What is that? I mean, that that's a different story. But the about, same, 
the thing no, I'll throw we out, he know he's leaving. The Uncle thing, Dennis. The thing I'll throw out with that is there's that, but also look at LeBron. Yep. LeBron won a championship for Cleveland. Yeah. That necessarily didn't mean he was going to stay in Cleveland. So at least the, on one more year. The thing with Toronto is I don't know if Kawhi winning a championship yeah. in Toronto is enough to keep him there. I, I, I agree. It's not a guarantee, but it's just interesting that it's it's mm-hmm. all the stuff's piling on. Yeah. But I think the Kyrie thing's the biggest attachment. Mm-hmm. That's KD's buddy. That's yeah. one of his better friends. They hang out in the offseason. Mm-hmm. They work out together. And in my mind, that is the one that if we're locking in on Kyrie going to the Nets, I'm thinking KD, that, that 95% chance of the Knicks just got slashed. Mm-hmm. Got slashed through, and it's looking like there's a better chance that he ends up a Nick than mm-hmm. a Net. Well, I'm sorry, there's a Net than a Nick. It it all comes down to one thing, and I yeah. know this is a pre—I don't want to get too much into it because yeah. I don't want to spoil a topic for Saturday. Absolutely not. The biggest thing will be now—because the ball's in the Knicks' court. So let's say you're right. Kyrie going to the Nets is pulling KD yep. over Brooklyn's way. Yep. The Knicks then, in my mind, with this news coming out, they need to make a draft night trade for Anthony Davis. They need to make a trade before July 1st. For Anthony Davis, because if they were able to do that on draft night, then that would be like a, all right, we've got who our, you picking? You picking yep. Anthony Davis? You picking Kyrie Irving? Which one do you want to go with? I'm taking Kyrie Irving because Karis LeVert is on that team too. Because mm-hmm. you could return D'Angelo Russell, which isn't a guarantee at this point mm-hmm. in time. Um, but I mean, that's a team that made it to the playoffs, man. That that is who. I honestly How think do you not look, love that. Like I that think is, that's a team instead of being the worst team in the league, mm-hmm. you could get to a team that's a playoff team already with a bunch of young up and coming players. And oh, it's the Nets are more intriguing oh, to the by, fact by of far. like you said, they're a playoff team and then yep. they add these two pieces. But the <laughs> thing mean, the thing with Kevin Durant that I just want to like spoil yeah. is no matter what team he goes to, yeah. They're a playoff team. Like yeah. he's not going to be. It's not going to be a LeBron James situation well, where if LeBron he's didn't get go hurt, somewhere. he would have been a playoff team. Yeah, exactly. Um, whatever team KD goes to, they're going to make the playoffs, especially in the East. Yeah, like especially in the East. I think if you added KD to the Knicks team this year, he could have willed them to the eighth seed. Maybe I'm not even going to lock that. I'll, I'll like I mean, maybe. they were also tanking for Zion because they didn't have KD and they wanted Zion to pair with. Um, KD, but no, this to me throws a wrench into everything. It's does KD come over? Is it something where because the Nets I've seen as I've been putting together our mock draft for not this week, but next week, right? The things I've been seeing on the Anthony Davis front is the Nets could be an outside team. Now, of course, them trading this 17th overall pick, I don't know how that helps them to get Anthony Davis because if you get Anthony Davis, you're not going to get a guy like Kyrie or a guy like. Um, KD, yep. or if they're thinking, hey, KD's not even in our mindset because we think he's going to go to New York, could the Nets try to finagle a deal to do they try to bring Anthony Davis over and pair him with Kyrie? Do they try to go after Jimmy Butler and pair him with Kyrie? Do they even try to make a push for Kawhi Leonard and pair Kawhi with Kyrie? Like, it's not just KD or so in order. the Nets. In order, Anthony Davis, no. I would not give up the mm-hmm. capital it would take to get AD I don't think they here. have the capital. To they could do a sign-in trade with D'Lo. They That's c- the only thing. They could, but I think the Celtics and Knicks will have more 
ammunition in the Celtics, form of draft if they, picks. If they give up their picks, I exactly. mean, we've heard rumors, you know, mm-hmm. Celtics have 17 picks and the team turned them down. Why would they do such hear, a thing? You hearing that it from Danny no Ainge, sense. Dave? You hearing yeah. that from Danny Ainge? Danny Ainge, bless <laughs> your heart. Hopefully you are healthy. I heard about your dietary changes. I hope that helps you long term. But Jesus Christ, I will never forgive you for the stupid shit that comes mm-hmm. out of the mouths of people insiders talking about the trades that you reportedly have, you know, offered teams and they turned out for no reason. Apparently, uh, Tyler Hero went off for like 81 of 103 pointers. Celtics are very impressed by him at workouts. Yeah. yeah so well, Tyler Hero might be a Boston Celtic. Tyler Hero could be a Celtic. You know, <laughs> Cam Johnson, or not, I'm sorry. Uh, Cam looks like, mm-hmm. not Johnson, Reddish. Yeah. Looks like a stud playing against a chair. Mm-hmm. You know, best best athlete on the court. So, I don't know. There's there's so many of those. I love yeah. individual workout stories. <laughs> it's just a fun time of year. Getting back to the Anthony mm-hmm. Davis thing, though, I don't think they pulled the trigger on that. I think Jimmy Butler is like an upgraded version of Karis LeVert. I wouldn't waste the money for that difference. I would go after, like, a Kawhi Leonard. But mm-hmm. I feel like if he's going anywhere, he's got his mind made up. He's going to L.A., or, or he's staying, staying the in the Raptors. North. Mm-hmm. I don't see him going to an outside team. I feel like that one's fairly mm-hmm. narrow. Yeah, I with me in the same, like I told Jake in our Discord, yeah. was he's like, now if they could get Jimmy, that'd be interesting. In my mind, Jimmy's going two places. He's either go, staying in Philly if they give him that extra year, right? or he's going to L.A. to play with LeBron. Yeah. That's the two things that I feel. And with Kawhi, I'm on the same boat as you. He's either, if they, especially if they win the finals, if they lose... Then it changes, but right now being up 2-1, if they win, he's either staying a Raptor or he's going to Los Angeles to be a Clipper. So let's wrangle this back mm-hmm. in. As the Nets, you've put yourself in prime position to land two of the best free agents in the best free agency class we've yeah. ever seen. And you're probably automatically You're a playoff team already, and mm-hmm. there's a very high likelihood that you get Kyrie, which influences Kevin Durant even more. Yeah. All at the cost of smart planning by your front office for years now. Credit to them, credit to their GM for turning things around. Mm -hmm. This was a team that was mocked incessantly for that uh, Paul Pierce trade. The Celtics robbing them, just absolutely getting everything out of them. And meanwhile, now it it looks like they they are prepared and they are ready and, you know, it just... Everything is coming up nets right now, and I love them. Everything is coming up Milha. <laughs> they were one of, I know Sean and I, we had them pegged as one of our favorite teams the last couple of years. We love their picks. We love mm. what they're doing. Love the talent. So that offseason, I mean, this is just, a, a, they're kicking in the front door. This is mm-hmm. dope. Let's flip it over, though. Let's, okay. go to the, let's go to the Hawks. This is a team where, I mean, this last year, Trey Young blew all expectations. We know he was going to be good offensively. We didn't know he was going to be that dynamic offensively. Hey, I said on a podcast, the ceiling was the next Steph Curry. So I don't know what y'all were smoking. The man, because I was, the I man was crosses buying. half court, and you got to watch out. I, I was I was eating that, not even the Kool-Aid. I was eating that Trey Young soup. You were. You were all in on <laughs> Trey Young. Credit to you, sir. Um, he was the worst defender in the NBA by a hilariously wide margin. But guess what? Defense doesn't get you paid. Mm-hmm. In, thank you, Jabari. Yeah, thanks, Jabari. That quote will never die. <laughs> I love that. Uh, this Hawks team, though, young. They've got mm-hmm. a ton of young kids under contract. And now they add in another great piece with that 17th pick and a future pick down the road. 
They've got ammo for days. They've Ricky. got the eighth overall, the tenth overall, the seventeenth overall, thirty fifth, forty one, and forty fourth. And now three first, three seconds. Yep. And now futures. Yeah. Which is even better. Mm-hmm. They are stacked. You mentioned. Uh, I think they've got a potential Cavs pick if the Cavs make it out of yeah, so, one through ten next year. So next year's pick is top ten protected to Cleveland. Yep. Um, if it's outside the top ten, goes to the Hawks. It conveys for two future firsts or two, two future, future seconds, seconds um, Jeez, from Cleveland. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> if they don't get the first next year, twenty twenty one, twenty two, they'll have Cleveland's second round pick those two years. Yeah. So they are loaded with assets. Mm-hmm. What does this mean for this young team? I mean, are they going to possibly use all these draft picks and load up on even more young contracts and, and you know overseas players, uh, draft and stash, mm-hmm. or are they going all in on something? I, to me, I am, when I heard this trade went down, yeah, I immediately was like, push the button on the, because the rumors were the Hawks and the Knicks making a deal where the Hawks would give the Knicks eight and 10 for the third overall pick, which would, for the Knicks be good. They can get more ammo to possibly See, get AD. I don't know if it is good for them because well, I don't know in this draft if eight and ten is more valuable than three. And that's the thing. There were two things, two stories that were going around. Was one they could use eight and ten to possibly get AD, but then there was another side that people are saying like they like Jarrett Culver a lot. So maybe by them getting eight and ten, they were planning to use those talents to get two players in the draft. To fit around Kevin Durant, yeah. Rather than R.J. Barrett, the one player at number three, and the Hawks would really like R.J. Barrett putting him in that lineup with Herder and Trey Young. I think what this does for the Hawks is they can now make a move like trading the eight and the ten, and maybe a future first to try to move up to that number three pick for the Knicks. Like I know Woj said, as high as fifth. I think the sky's the limit. You're trying to go as high as number three and try to get that pick away from the Knicks. Mm -hmm. The key is at 17. I think they're going to try to keep that because then they could go and get themselves their center later on in the draft because anytime I look up Hawks draft rumors, the one that I'm seeing that the Hawks like is Bruno Fernando out of Maryland. So, I mean, I don't know if 17 is too high for Bruno, but – at the same time, if you like a guy and you worked him out, go and take your guy. Yeah, um, there's a chance he goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, I've seen him anywhere from 14 on. Um, so just post that Celtics pick. Mm-hmm. There, there's a chance he could go. I know personally on Armox, we've not had him go early in this first round. Not in a while. Uh, and a lot of that is our preference. Mm-hmm. Like what what we're trying to do in our minds is build around what our needs are, and we don't value old school mm-hmm. rebound, great rebounding centers. And I'll, so, and I'll be honest, each when it comes to mocks, yeah. all of my mocks up until the very, until like this time of the year yep. is based off what I would do. Mm-hmm. This last mock, I don't know about you, yep. I lean in heavily to the rumors. So yeah. it's like, that's how I got this, Grayson Allen right last year. Basically, yeah. If this team really likes something, yeah. like, I'm not going to be like, well, this is what I would do. No, I lean into that rumor because right. it's probably what's going to happen. I, I did that with you know taking mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton number one. Yeah. He's not my best player, but he's what they were doing. So uh-huh. there was no choice. Dave's like, I would have taken Luca, but and I would have been right. <laughs> but no big deal. No big deal, sons. You'll mm-hmm. get him eventually. Yeah, like Tankathon has Bruno at 19. Right. I, the thing is, if they like him, great. I would almost go for like a Claxton though. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything coming out about him. 
being able to stretch it, being a great facilitator out of the post. Like mm-hmm. I like his upside more. So I think I would I would wait a little bit longer. Maybe with that thirty five, go Claxton. Thing is, will it's he, a risk? Will he be there though? Because if the Nets want to go center, they could take him at thirty one. The 76ers could take him at either 33, it's 34 true. before the Hawks get there at 35. It's not Hawks couldn't move up a little bit. They could. They got the They've got the ammo. Yeah. So on one end, they could mm-hmm. load up on talent or the other. They could trade up to get someone like an RJ Barrett. Ricky, mm-hmm. which to you makes more sense? Because I'm on the fence. This Hawks team feels like a 2K what, team right keep, now. What? Keep the picks or trade the picks? Yeah. Because like, think about this. This is mm-hmm. this is how I play 2K yeah. is year one. You're trading away contracts. Yeah. Get that long-term shit out of here. Mm-hmm. Give me draft picks. I don't care about my players that are yeah. established. Give me that Whatever. complete roster of draft picks. Give me draft picks. And then I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to roll out my team with those young, young, talented mm-hmm. draft picks and let that team grow. And, yeah, you're going to have to move some pieces over time because Make otherwise— my monsters grow. <laughs> go read repulse on that shit. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to move contracts over time because they all will be coming due for a payday around mm-hmm. the same time. But this is this is a chance to really load up and be like, look— we're going to be a playoff team potentially in a year or two. We're going to be uber talented. We've got our point guard of the future locked in. Herder looks like a great piece. Spellman looks good. John Collins is a freaking offensive monster. Like they're they're they could be thinking to themselves they could trade up and get that guy, that next guy next to him mm-hmm. to put them over the top or they could continue to go more shots you take, the more you're going to get. I am saying if it was me. Yep. That eight and ten pick are gone. They're out the door. And what I think is going to happen is they should have two guys on the mind. Yep. Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett. Basic, basically, what it should be is we target the three pick. Yep. If we make that trade with the Knicks, R.J. Barrett is a hawk. Mm-hmm. If they move up to five, like in my mind, if they're moving up to five, mm-hmm. to me, that would be for Cam Reddish because I don't think – DeAndre Hunter, like DeAndre Hunter would be there at eight to where you wouldn't need to trade Potentially. up for DeAndre Hunter. Um, and from what the rumors are right now, mm-hmm. so going through the order, yep. Zion's going to be a Pelican. Yep. Jaza. John knee injury. Ha, laugh. He's going to be. It's a scope. No big deal, people. I know. Like there were, cool there were articles of like, could the Grizzlies pass on John Morant? And everyone was like, ha. How one. stupid do they be if they do that? Gotcha for clicking on this article. Basically, Seriously. it was what I it hate, was. I hate clickbait shit. Um, He's going to be a Grizzly. Yep. The question is then with the— RJ's going three. It's just trade. a matter of who takes him. Yeah, RJ goes three. Yep. Darius Garland goes four. Seems like a lock to the Lakers at this point. The Cavs, from what I hear, if they keep the pick, they really like Jarrett Culver. That I, I agree. So if they keep the pick, you've got Culver there. Then six becomes a question. We're going to talk about that on Saturday mm-hmm. is— if the Suns are there, who do they take? Apparently, they're dangling that six pick out for like a Mike Conley or a Reggie Jackson. As a piece of that trade. Yeah, some like Not a veteran yep. point guard. Yep. And then it's the Bulls. Like, if the Suns keep the pick and go Colby White, the Bulls will probably go Cam Reddish. Boom, DeAndre Hunter's there at eight. So, to me, the only two guys I can see the Hawks trading up for mm-hmm. is that three spot because I find it interesting that they trade for. Crab, who, yes, the contract is also it because the Nets yeah. wanted to get rid of it, but shooting guard, and they give away what would have been their starting three. Well, Crab is a three. They played Crab at the three I this mean, past year. Yeah, okay. So you could play him at the three, but also to me, it's like, either that, you're trading the guy who was your starting three last year, 
And if Alan Crabb is just there because the Nets wanted to get rid of its contract, how much Correct. will the Hawks value that? Or is the Hawks valuing that as like, all right, we just took you He's because the Nets wanted He's not a bad Nets player. He's just an overpaid player. Exactly. Um, I think if they move up, it will be for someone at that three spot. And the only two I could see them moving up for is RJ an RJ or, or a Cam, Cam at, at five. five. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And we, we've talked about RJ, how much he could help this team as a secondary ball handler, facilitator, mm-hmm. uh, and, and just dangerous scorer as yeah. he continues to grow. I think that one really intrigues me. I mean, it's going to be 8-10 in future value because mm-hmm. I think 8-10 and 10 on its own is not enough value um, for the Knicks mm-hmm. because they need to really go all in on Anthony Davis. And in this draft, RJ Barrett is more valuable than anyone who will get at 8-10 and 10 combined. So that's that's a scary one for me. Um, it depends on that future value or if they have to add in, you know, whatever else it becomes. That's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Five, I could see the Cavs trading, trading back, back easily in this group, easily trading back um, for multiple picks. They're a young team, and they they need to rebuild. And, I mean, I like Colin Sexton, the way he finished the year. I think Larry Nance is fun. I like Jetty. I, I like a lot of their younger players, but none of them are, like, you only have one lock, and mm-hmm. then and that's Kevin Love. Yeah. And he is the guy who's under the long-term contract who you gave him to reward him for his time, but like he's always injured, and there's you know trade rumors always around him. If he can ever stay healthy long enough for a trade to go through, I expect it to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they could go for value. I think, the, I think that the Hawks for the Cavs thing is the likely one to me. RJ, they might have to overpay to get him. But, but I now mean, they it's, got that it's, extra it's an pick. overpay only in the matter of the fact that, like, you don't know what he's going to become. Right now, mm-hmm. he looks uber talented. He looks like he continued to grow up be one of the better players out of this class. So, yeah. I don't know. That that one's in, that one intrigues me. I just, like, the only thing I just look at is yeah. why would you – you're <sighs> – this is a team that's already wheeled and dealed before. We know they're not afraid to wheel and deal. Right. I would be more surprised if they stayed pat and made all so three picks rather than let's if cover they that. Traded, Worst I case scenario, mm-hmm. they 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 call and yeah. the Knicks are like, "We want 17 first. <coughs> and like, "All right, yeah, fuck, fuck <laughs> off, Knicks. Like, you're not getting Anthony Davis this uh-huh. year. You're not getting Kyrie Irving. You're not getting Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I would just slam the Knicks at that point." And just yeah. Be like, yeah. Yeah, you guys think you want everything. You're not mm-hmm. getting Zion either. Um, I love that post, by the way. Uh, was that Jake that dropped that in our Discord? <laughs> yeah, the photo it was of, basically you know, Zion, Kyrie, and, and Katie. Katie and Nick's jerseys. All wear Nick's jerseys. Two were X'd out, Kyrie and Zion, and he said two down, one to go. <laughs> so so mean. The Knicks, the franchise that always expects to get something mm. and ends up with Carmelo Anthony. Hey, you got Patrick Ewing. Yeah. 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, we gave you, they gave you Patrick Ewing. 30 plus years ago. Um, so let's talk worst case mm-hmm. scenario for this Hawks team. Say they're not able to move those pieces to jump up. Who mm-hmm. would they take 8, 10, and then 17? Who are your guys Dep- that you're looking at? The one caveat I will ask is in this situation, are we saying the Sun stayed put at 6 yeah. or did they make We're a trade? We're saying everybody up All to this right. point has stayed pat, and that's unexpected, but mm-hmm. let's just go with it yeah, for the sake to- of simplicity here. I would say at eight, the best available would be DeAndre Hunter. You yeah. add him because it's kind of like DeAndre Hunter would be the poor man's Cam Reddish in this situation. Um, and that's not a knock at um, DeAndre. It's just the reason why I would think of Cam and DeAndre would be good fits is what they could bring defensively. And could you yeah. imagine having Herter's defense and either a Cam or DeAndre's oh, defense? Oh, it's huge for them on the wing. Next to 
Trey Young, whose defense is non-existent, yeah. um, needs to be a little bit like Steph Curry was in Game 3, kind of reaching for balls. It's like, wow, Steph can actually play defense. Steph played with effort. What is this crazy shit? Um, at 10, really depends on what the Wizards do. Like if the Wizards wi- could go Seku, Wizards could go Jackson Hayes. And that's the big thing. If they go with Seku, I yep. think the pick then at 10 is Jackson Hayes for the Hawks. You lock in your long-term center. But if they go Jackson Hayes at 9, I think Ball Ball could be a good no. pick for the either Yeah. See, and that's the thing. They can go Ball Ball. I think a what center. About, what about Sean's boy Goga or your boy Gorga? Yeah, I don't think Gorga's that high. I don't think he'll go that high. Okay. Um, especially he, as the first center off the board. Okay. Um, he's I think he's it's gaining either, a lot of hype. A lot of hype. He is, and I know you, you mentioned he got MVP for the Euro League that he's in. Uh, I think League of B. League um, of B. But I, I will confirm that real quick. Yeah. I, that, I, go ahead. But also, I mean, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm going to go wild card. The 10 will be a wild card. I could see a possible trade back at 10 if they keep it mm-hmm. because from what I'm seeing online is they really like Bruno or Bruno mm-hmm. and that's the pick I could see them making at 17. So I could see them you know what at 10 I'll say that would be a trade and the reason why I'd say that'd be a trade is somebody whatever team you want to throw out there mm-hmm. It's basically a team that's going to want Brandon Clark, Rui, or a Jackson Hayes. Because, like, there's a rumor that the T-Wolves have offered or have promised Rui. So if another team wants them, hey, I'll trade up to 10 and take them before the T-Wolves can. If people think that, like, the Celtics, hey, we want Brandon Clark, he ain't going to be there when we're there at 14, they can trade up with the Hawks. I think that... Instead of Jackson or Bull Ball, that 10 will be a wild card. If they pick it, maybe like a Brandon Clark, a P.J. Washington. But I could see that being a, hey, we we weren't able to trade up. Mm-hmm. Let's take this, trade back, get more assets for this team. Yeah, I, I could see that coming They've down. already played 2K anyways. Why not 2K more? That's, that's, that's my first thought is like I just see them shifting all over the mm-hmm. board. They're going everywhere, doing everything like – Unlimited potential. Um, God, I love that team. Like, they just have so many options because they've got, you know, really just three guys locked in as their future. And they've got a couple others who are pretty good. But, mm-hmm. you know, you've got that three man core. You've got enough creativity to add in interesting pieces. And you can, you've got, you've got the draft capital to take stabs at guys. Like, you could go, like you said, with the bull bull pick mm-hmm. that be bold, take a chance on someone yeah. who could be amazing or someone who could, you could whiff on them. But you've got the draft capital to be allowed to miss on him and not feel mm. bad. Like, here's what I here's what I see. Yeah. Um possibility yeah. of the Celtics have three picks. Mm-hmm. The Celtics give up two of their picks to move up to ten. The Hawks don't use those two picks to draft players. They then either trade those for Futures. future first or yeah. hey. We're going to now take the, let's say they get the 14, 14th 20. and the 20. Or 14-22. Probably 14-22. Yeah. yeah. Then let's say because there's a big rumor that the Hornets could be movers to trade back. There's rumors that the um, Pistons could trade back. Everyone wants to trade back because this year's draft class is exactly. great. Just, a, just a FYI. They could then say, hey, we're going to make our pick at 14 and then 17 and 20. Yep. 
they could trade up with the Pistons and get someone back to back at 14, 15, boom, there we are. Like it gives them so much flexibility. Like you said, like it's a morphing blob where it's like they can do anything. What I would pay to be a fly (coughs) on the wall in that draft room. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. That's an experience that you are like gifted. The Twitch stream of us watching the live stream of their war room. I would a hundred percent pay. Like if there was a, if there's a paid subscription uh-huh. to get in there, be like, it's a pay-per-view for the Hawks draft room on draft yeah. night. I'm in a hundred percent. Sell me on that shit. I wish that was a thing, but it never will because oh, yeah. they're so secretive with draft I stuff. Mean, if it, even if it came out after the fact, I would mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah. I would be, I'd be hooked on that shit. Like mm-hmm. Phonics, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> hooked on it like Phonics. There I like that. All right, so we've covered the Hawks, we've mm-hmm. covered the Nets. Uh, we, we we start talking a little bit about other teams affected by this mm-hmm. trade. This trade kind of sends out ripples throughout the whole draft. Who do you think is most affected by this trade? Who's not directly in it? Um, I would say the most... Ooh, that's a good one. I wasn't thinking that. Um, maybe the Celtics. And the reason why I say that mm-hmm. is... One of the positions I have them going with is yeah. center. Yep. And the question is, ball ball would be great for them. But I see someone possibly trading with the Hornets to go up and get them. Someone could even trade with the T-Wolves if they want and say, hey, we'll give you extra picks. I don't know if he'll be there at 14 for them. Mm-hmm. They're affected. The I would say now the Pistons are affected, which would then affect... In my mind, the Spurs, because the thing I'm also saying is that the Spurs could take 19 and 29, trade up to 15 mm-hmm. to get a guy that they like. Well, now the Hawks could be in position to give the Pistons better picks, yeah. potentially, if they trade 10 and move back than they did if they move up. The big thing with the Hawks that I wonder is what are they going to do with those second rounders? Because... Eurostash. That's even something they could do. Eurostash, they could try to package those to move up. I wonder if a team like, I don't know if the Bucks would move back, but like a team like the Warriors, do they move back to try to get and try to take stabs in the second round and try to find like their Draymond Greens? Um, Do we see a team like the um, Blazers potentially move back? Because like depending on what's there, at the bottom of the draft, or like a 76ers, where they might look at it and say, hey, you know what? We don't got a lot of draft capital. Yeah. We now have to try to take our seconds to try to move up in this draft to get somebody that we really like. So, I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, there's this two, is my favorite time of the year. I'm are. just going to say it. Like, with all the flexibility now and everything yeah. moving, this is way this is way more exciting than what the NFL draft was this year. Oh, a billion times more exciting. <laughs> and if we're talking drafting stashes, there's two names mm-hmm. on most people's boards in okay. the second round. It's Joshua Obisi. He's mm-hmm. a big 6'6 guard uh, playing out of Germany right now, I think. Mm-hmm. And the second one is Davidas Servitas, uh, who we talked about with John a little bit. I think yep. I gave him a shout-out uh, as a potential... Tankathon has the Hawks going with him at 41. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got two guys who are on the board, and actually there's two more who potentially could go in the second round. Say the first name again. Uh, Davidas. The the one before that. Oh, the, Joshua. Okay. So Tankathon has both. I just looked. I'm like, Tankathon has both of those guys. Going to the Hawks. To the Hawks in the second. Oh, no. seriously? Yeah. Jesus. That's uh... They've got uh, <laughs> Joshua at 35. Yeah. They've got Davidas at 41. Then Jalen McDaniels at 44. 
Ah. Interesting. It'll be interesting. I think Daniels go a whole lot higher than that, but mm-hmm. we will see when we get closer, man. We are counting down. What's what's the countdown at right now for, for June twentieth? I know so Tank has got on the site. They've got it on their main oh, page. That's why I was uh at the you top mentioned you were of their there. Page. <laughs> they do? No, they I thought they had the draft clock. I don't think they do. Because it's not Shit. showing up on mine unless they took okay. it off for the tablet version. Oh. Um, June twentieth. So right. what? It's a six of fourteen days. Yeah, fourteen days. We're fourteen days away from this. I'm Ugh. excited. I can't. I can't wait for it. Now the live stream we'll be doing with the podcast right after. Yep. It's a good time of the year. You guys, and we're gonna be there for out. that because VidCon got moved, which is great. Check us out. We'll be on Twitch live streaming for the fast break this mm-hmm. weekend. We will be live streaming for Tool the Game this weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a busy week. There's going to be drop after drop after drop of fast break news as mm-hmm. rumors come in, as more trades happen. We will yeah. wa- we want to give you guys every little bit of info about this draft as possible. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, actually, it's not even this week. It's for the special edition urgent draft trade news. This is the first one we've done since like last off season. In a bit, it? yeah, yeah. It's an emergency podcast. You gotta hit the button. <laughs> we need a button, like a big red, like boom. We got the big yellow buttons for the PTP. Oh yeah, we should buy big red ones. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Dave would hit his and be like, "It's Rudy Gay. It's fucking Rudy Gay." <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sean, for that. Uh, we miss you. We will catch you next time. Mm-hmm. Next week. I hope week. he's enjoying uh, New Orleans and all the Zion fans. Good luck with that, Because they're all over. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.